You're listening to the Scotiabank Market Points Podcast. I'm your host, Greg White. Market Points is part of the Knowledge Capital series, a collection of audio, video, and written commentary from Scotiabank Global Banking and Markets leaders designed to provide you with timely insights and analysis. The experience of operating a business during the COVID-19 pandemic has contextualized the meaning of risk for many business owners. Business has always been a risk-reward trade-off, but successful businesses understand which risks are the ones that are worth it. Innovative R&D, investing in building inspiring corporate culture, a groundbreaking advertising campaign. And they make a conscious decision to remove the risks that aren't at the core of their business purpose. Things like interest rate and currency uncertainty that could threaten their cash flow and ultimately the business itself. On this episode of Market Points, Scott Morrison, Managing Director and Head Commercial Derivative Products and FX Sales, explains how hedging strategies work to keep businesses moving through uncertain times. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. The pandemic has ushered in tremendous uncertainty, and we're not out of the woods yet. Um, How have Canadian businesses been handling uh, risk in this environment? I mean, just in context, what we saw during the, the peak of the pandemic there, and I call it peak back in March, we saw the dollar Canada or the Canadian dollar effectively trade in a 15 cent range in dollar Canada terms or eight cents in in CAD terms. And those levels are pretty historic monumental moves uh, from a perspective when you look back at other times in history. No forecaster had expected the Canadian dollar, at least no forecast that I had seen, uh, prior to the pandemic, calling for the Canadian dollar to weaken off, and a number of our U.S. dollar exporters were able to to take advantage of uh, of these unprecedented moves. As well, we had other clients that took advantage of uh, historically low interest rates that had been brought uh, forward by way of central bank moves at the, throughout the beginning of the calendar year with uh, unprecedented cuts, uh, and as a result, uh, interest rates for clients to fix were relatively historically low. And we also saw that uh, the volumes that we had seen over the over the period of uh, March and April were probably two times what we normally would see as a normal run rate of volume from our clients uh, dealing at that time of year, kind of year over year. The core of your business is um, medium-sized commercial entities. Uh, what's unique about their situation in handling risk? We often see a lot of mid-market companies. They're owner-operated. Uh, these entrepreneurs have have started these businesses from the ground up. Uh, they built them from the beginning, from their garages, from their from their basements, uh, where have you? And they built up successful businesses that are now meaningful uh, in companies employing actually a good size amount of people in in large cities and small cities all across Canada, for example. So they uh, they're they're very good at what they do. And and what we find is that they uh, because they like to take risk and they wear multiple hats. They often deal with with fires at hand. And if I use that metaphor, fires, they, they tend to have an operational problem that they may be focused on, or they may have an HR issue that they're having to deal with. And they, they wear the CFO hat, they wear the operations hat, they wear the HR hat, and a number of other different titles within the company. Even though they may have those individuals who have those jobs, they ultimately see themselves as, uh, if I use the term, jack of all trades. And that's what's made them successful is that they have their finger on the pulse within their business. And our focus for those clients is to explain to them that at the same time that, that, if, that there's not necessarily a fire to put out, whether it be interest rates are not expected to go higher. I mean, when you look at any 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 central bank forecast for short-term interest rates, 
um, central bank forecast for many of the Canadian banks, for example, you'd notice that uh, no one is calling for interest rates to go up anytime soon here in Canada uh, for, for at least the next year or two. Uh, so it's it's hard for those owner operators to focus on on if I use that term fire because it's not a fire to put out. They don't have to worry about boring costs going higher. Our job within the bank and and what our team is focused on is just really to highlight stress tests for those companies. We want them to to think about their situation and 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 just acknowledge that by doing nothing, they're doing something. And if they choose to to not take chips off the table and and fix their costs or uh, whether it be with an interest rate hedging product or whether it be a currency product which can allow them to fix their their known variables for a term, uh, they're effectively choosing not to fix or lock in today because they feel like the future is going to be better. And as long as um, we have that conversation uh, with them, we can help them identify the gaps and, and help them stress test their business. What's the environment look like right now when it comes to uh, rates and, and currencies? Right now, you can you can fix a rate relatively close to where you can float the rate, and actually, where you're fixing the rate is well below where you were actually floating the rate at the beginning of the year. If you were to go back uh, and look at where historically these rates have been at, and so when we talk to these clients, we just try and focus on um, uh, it's a it's a budgeting and forecasting exercise to lock in at these low levels, and and there's actually an opportunity right now within this market for a lot of companies to to lock in at historically low levels that maybe they're not aware are available to them. The fact that you can fix pretty close to float, the fact that you can lock in your currency pretty close to the prevailing spot rate. Uh, and there's various types of, of products that we have um, once we go through uh, a suitability assessment and working through their stated goals, uh, we can provide solutions to them to achieve what they're trying to do for their company. It seems like the larger the firm, the more likely... Uh, the company is to uh, take advantage of of uh, risk mitigation opportunities. Uh, why is that? I think it's the it's the the fact that large companies uh, have been able to take, generally speaking, the emotion out of the equation. Large companies are have boards, uh, and they tend to have hedging policies that are predetermined uh, for. Uh, a treasury official or treasury person to to manage towards. So they know that the board has mandated that that company has to fix 75% of their floating rate debt for fixed. The, the company has, the board has stated that that company needs to, uh, has defined that they need to hedge their currencies for 100% of their exposure for year one exposure and maybe 50% of their exposure for year two. And potentially some companies have three years of exposure that they're looking to hedge and they may look ladder it down to 25%. And they have prescribed hedging policies that outline what is required. And that way they can all look back and say, why did we do this in hindsight, whether it worked or didn't work? And at the end of the day, they, they had a, a, a stated policy that they thought about and put in place. I would imagine the transition for several entrepreneurs to becoming larger and larger businesses is, is difficult. They're so used to taking on risk and that being part of their success. Well, yeah, it's a great point. It's because that's what made them successful. And you hit the nail on the head. Risk is how they got to where they are. They started these businesses often, you know, with, with not a lot of money and uh, the capital that they, that they were able to pull together in the early days, they bet all on themselves and they executed in a niche business. Uh, and they've made, tend to made a lot of, 
you know, a lot of great choices along the way by trusting their gut. And so we really try and take the, again, it's again, focusing on the emotional part of the decision, take the emotion out of the equation. You know, for example, uh, back during the pan, at the beginning of the pandemic, when equity markets were selling off just this year, each day, day in and day out, they were selling off to, to new lows and, and we bottomed out at 30 plus percent in the equity markets. Well, if you were emotional at the time, and it's easy said, it's easy in hindsight to look back, but even if I think about myself and, and if, if you didn't have, if you didn't have the long-term view, you could get scared and end up selling out of those positions. And, and now fast forward to today, eight months later, really not that far away. And next thing you know, you have equity markets today hitting all-time highs. And so really moving the emotion out of the equation and getting back to what is your goal? What's your long-term goal? Uh, and, and working with experts to, to help you achieve those goals is really what, uh, what a successful business needs to do. And so I guess the big question is for executives and business owners uh, is what's the forward looking view right now in terms of risk? I would say that, you know, our base case is that we're going to see some stability here in the market. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hope out there with vaccines, uh, headlines coming through uh, day in and day out. And it's very impressive what uh, what's been able to be achieved in a short period of time. And hopefully that that story plays out as we expect. Uh, you know what, what? When I think about uh, how business owners need to manage their risk, uh, I'm concerned about uh, complacency. And the market has an impressive way of finding the sensitive points for business owners, individuals, anybody. And we talked about the emo- taking the emotion out of the equation earlier in the podcast. And when I think about where we are uh, today, um, you could get lulled into a sense of complacency. So I'll give you an example. Back in uh, 2007. We had the Canadian dollar, which uh, traded to the all-time levels in modern history it ever got to. Uh, if I talk in dollar Canada terms, it went through parity, so it got down to uh, 90, a little over 90 cents in uh, dollar Canada terms. And uh, so the strongest point the Canadian dollar had ever been, and the weakest the U.S. dollar had ever been against the Canadian dollar. And during that, just that calendar year of 2007, you had the dollar Canada rate uh, go from 112. Uh, within the spring of that year to the fall of that year when we made our way through par for the first time. And when we went through par the first time or down to those levels, you, you had a lot of excitement from U.S. dollar buyers and just general, just the general public. You heard uh, stories of, of people going down to the U.S. and buying uh, cars and, and importing them back into Canada at a par dollar. You heard of people going who had the means to be able to go down to, uh, to the U.S. and buy vacation properties. Uh, in U.S. dollars, and and you heard those stories. But what was interesting back then, from my perspective, we saw a number of U.S. dollar sellers come in to sell forward their currency, so their receivables that they had expected to come in over the next year, whether it be for 2007 or calendar 2008 at the time, they were they were hedging their sales. And I can remember think, talking to one of the business owners or a number of business owners because it wasn't just one client that we saw do this. I remember saying to them, why are you selling forward at the strongest point that the Canadian dollar had ever been in modern history? Uh, and their, their response was, uh, one more cent and I'm out of business. This is the only way I can preserve whatever margin I have left in my business. And what that, what that said to me at that time, back in 2007, is in the market has a way of finding the vicious points. I mean, these are the same business owners that were able to be in business and enjoy 2002 
where you had dollar Canada trading at 1.5. So again, the weakest, almost the weakest point the Canadian dollar had ever been in modern history. Fast forward to 2007, you go to par. You know, today we're at 130. It's hard to say. You know, I, I wouldn't expect us to go back to par, and I don't think we're going to go back to 150. But I think the market has an ability to find its vicious points, and interest rates are really low at all-time lows, pretty close to zero. Um, can they go to 10%? Probably not. But could they? Who knows? And, and that really, that's what I want to leave with our listeners, is that you want to manage risk and, and not deal with fires. You don't want to have to deal with a fire. You want to deal with these problems ahead of time. And we have different products that we can help clients with uh, to, to, to mitigate some of this risk and, and really manage their bottom line and so that they can focus on doing what they do best. It's, it's making that widget or providing a service or whatever their business is. That was Scott Morrison, Managing Director and Head Commercial Derivative Products and FX Sales at Scotiabank. You can now find Scotiabank's Market Points on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And we want to hear from you. Please rate and review the show. Your feedback helps us improve the content we create for you. You'll find more thought-leading content on our website, gbm.scotiabank.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Scotiabank GBM, as well as our LinkedIn showcase page under Scotiabank Global Banking and Markets. Please refer to our legal disclosures on our website. I'm Greg White. Thanks for listening.